You are listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast, an honest and non-judgmental discussion on faith in God and the doubts we often have, why it's sometimes difficult to trust God, and how we can know with assurity that He loves us. This show centers on strengthening and rebuilding our faith after loss, tragedy, or when coming to Christianity from a non-Christian or pseudo-Christian worldview. Now, here is your host, Gene Curl. Hello and welcome back to Recovering Faith Podcast. Uh, Some of you may be excited to hear that I am not going to talk about anything in current events today. So, yeah. Uh, Today's episode I'm going to be talking about um, phrase. If you've ever been to the South, you've undoubtedly heard somebody say, that dog don't hunt. And, well, what that saying means is that when somebody says something that's a stupid or a bad idea... Uh, they say that dog don't hunt because in the South, a dog that doesn't hunt is considered worthless and good for nothing. And so when they say, when you say something, when they say that that dog don't hunt, they're saying that you have faulty logic or an illogical idea or basically that the idea is worthless, as worthless as the dog that doesn't hunt. So with that set up as a framework... Uh, We're going to talk about, in Christianity, some of the dogs that don't hunt. And what happens a lot of times when Christianity gets kind of mingled with culture, and somebody says something that sounds good, and then nobody does their research and just assumes it's right, and just goes with it. And then it gets perpetuated. And so I'm going to just talk about some of the ideas in Christianity and about the Bible that are not accurate. The first one I'm going to talk about is uh, some people have the misconception that in Christianity it's always if you become Christian that you'll always it's always fun and you'll always be happy. However, anyone that has that idea has never actually read the Bible because a large majority of the people in the Bible their lives became more difficult once they started following God, not easier. A good example of that is uh, Saul, who was uh, became Paul the Apostle, and he was a pillar of the community and well-respected, and then when he started following Jesus, everybody wanted to kill him, and he wound up uh, being crucified. So... So there's that. So you don't have to, don't have to look, read in the Bible very far to realize that as Christians, we're not always happy. And there's lots and lots of Christian martyrs. Now, that doesn't mean that it ends that way for everybody. It just means that to assume that you're going to be, uh, that your life is going to go smooth because you became Christian is illogical and not biblical at all. Uh, closely related to that is the notion that if you become Christian or if you're a good Christian, that it'll solve all your problems or that all of your problems will go away. And again, as we see in the Bible, that's not even close to being the case. A lot of times there are more problems because a lot of times the world will hate you because you follow Jesus. And then a lot of times in society now there are false preachers who are preaching that 
if you're a good Christian, that God will make you rich. And again, that is absolutely, positively, 100% wrong. In fact, if you're interested, I have an entire episode dedicated to um, the prosperity gospel, and I believe I called it um, For Your Money You Shall Be Saved. And so it, I went in detail about why the prosperity gospel is wrong, and I used some solid uh, biblical examples to prove it. But yeah, becoming Christian is not going to make you rich. Sure, there were a few rich Christians such as... Uh, well, it wasn't even Christian because it's before Christ, but there's a few rich followers of God, such as uh, such as King David or you know Solomon. But you know, and uh, but as a, that was an exception rather than the rule, the apostles basically gave up everything to follow to follow Jesus. Another thing that is commonly taught in Christianity, or at least uh, pseudo-Christianity, that is definitely not right and is definitely not according to the Bible, is that you can earn your way or buy your way into heaven. Whether it be through works or through deeds or anything else, uh, any doctrine that teaches that you can earn your way into heaven is not biblical. And the Bible teaches us that our best works are like filthy rags and that we are saved by grace alone through faith alone and that it is not of our own works least any man can boast. That is the gift of God. So, and I have a lot of episodes on that topic too if you want to go in depth on that. Um, and then the opposite of that is that people believe that because they're saved by grace that they don't have to try, they can just do whatever they want. And that is also a gross mischaracterization of the Bible, and that is not only blasphemous, but it's disrespectful. And the Bible is extremely clear on that, and Paul even talks about it where he says, "If What then? If we are saved by grace, shall we continue in sin? And he says, By no means. And I have an entire episode on that as well. Um, let's see, what was that one called? I don't remember at the moment. I think it was called, uh, let's see, if we're saved by grace, why can't we do whatever we want? I think that was it. And then another thing that people believe is that mostly outside of Christianity is they believe that Christianity is based on blind faith. Well, if your faith is a blind faith and you're not doing it right. There are a lot of people who started off as atheists and through their research became Christian because there was an overwhelming amount of evidence for it, uh, such as uh, James Warner Wallace and Lee Strobel. And uh, yeah, both of them were, were atheists and and Lee Strobel was even trying to prove that Christianity was wrong, and through his studies he became Christian. So, another of the dogs that don't hunt is that there are many ways to heaven. And of course, there are not many ways to heaven. Uh, Jesus is the only way, not one of many ways. And the Bible is extremely clear on that as well. And... 
Another notion that people have is that it doesn't matter what you believe so long as you're sincere. Well, that is not even slightly right. If it didn't matter what we believed as long as we were sincere, then, you know, you can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. That's the thing. And saving faith isn't just having faith in anything. It's having faith in the God of the universe and it's having faith that Jesus died for your sins and that he was resurrected. And so those are the those are the things that you have to have faith in. You can't just believe in just any old thing and be saved. That's not the way it works. And anyone who believes that, again, has never read the Bible. Uh, another thing that a lot of people say is that the Bible is in conflict with science. But they fail to take into account that many of the great scientists that shaped our understanding of science and of the world were actually uh, very devout Christians, such as, uh, such as Isaac Newton, for, for example. But many of them were, very, were uh, devout Christians. So, uh, yes, you can be Christian and, and accept science. Uh, s despite what some people falsely teach, science has not disproven God. Another thing that people think that is not correct is that they believe that God is just sitting up there eagerly waiting for you to do something wrong so he can judge you. And that's not, that's not true either. Uh, if, God all, if, God, if all God wanted to do was just judge us and send us to hell, then he would not have sent Jesus to die on the cross on our behalf. And he's more understanding than any parent. Uh, Jesus said that if we that if we are being uh, evil, know how to get, give, give good gifts to our children, then God who's in heaven will know how to give uh, good gifts to us. And so God isn't just waiting up there, waiting for us to do something wrong so we can punish us. You don't ever see somebody yelling at their child because they tried to walk and then fell down. They're excited that they tried, and then they're wanting them to try again. And that's the way God is. Uh, God isn't mad because we failed. He's excited that we're still trying. Um, another thing that people believe, partially because of, probably because of some bad examples they've known, but some people believe that being Christian means that you have to give up everything that's fun. And that's not true at all. Christians can have fun. It just means uh, that you have to give up sinful things that you think are fun. Like, for instance, when Paul came into Rome, he didn't teach that they had to give up everything in their culture. He did, however, teach them that they had to give up the orgies. So... They were allowed to do all kinds of other fun things, but not the things that went against, uh, not the things that went against the Bible. So, and another thing that people are mistaken about is they think that if something bad happens to you, that you are not righteous. And they think that bad things don't happen to good people, which again is extremely misinformed. Uh, if you read the Bible, you'll see that almost everyone who was extremely faithful suffered, suffered horribly, and a lot of them were, were martyred. So 
Bad things do happen to good people all the time. Jesus said he lets the sun shine on the just and the unjust, and he lets the rain uh, fall on the just and the unjust. So good things happen to good people. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to bad people. And another thing that people always talk about that is not right is a lot of people mistakenly think that Jesus and Paul taught different things. They think that Jesus taught just love and acceptance and you can just do whatever you want as long as you love people and that Paul taught all these rules. Well, that's not true at all. Paul didn't come out, come in and make a new set of rules. Paul expounded on what Jesus taught. And Jesus never taught either that we can just live however we want as long as we just love people. Jesus taught that the one who breaks the least of the commandments is least in the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus was, did not at all teach that we should be uh, just living however we want. And Paul did not teach a new gospel. Paul would just expounded on what Jesus taught. And along that line, a lot of people think that James and Paul taught two different things. Uh, they thought that, that James taught that we are saved by works and that Paul taught that we're saved by faith. But they're mistaken because they're not reading it correctly. So Paul, uh, James didn't teach that, we, that we're saved by works at all. He taught that if we don't do, that if we say we believe, but we don't actually do anything about it, then we don't actually have faith. I mean, it's kind of like you're given a vaccine, and you say you have faith that it'll work, but you never take it. It's not going to do you any good. And that's why he said, you say that you have faith. He said, well, I'll show you my faith by my works. He never said or even indicated that his works save him, but he's indicated that because he's saved, he has um, he does these good works. So we don't do good works. Our good works don't save us. We do good works because we're saved. And then, especially when things are bad, going bad, people always say that the Bible says this too shall pass. And it's a nice saying at all, but the Bible doesn't say that. They get, they take a, some stuff out of context and mix it up, and that's where they get that is, is probably from Ecclesiastes, where he's talking about there's a time and a season for everything, and everything, everything has an ending. And of course, yes, everything that happens will pass. But the Bible doesn't say this too shall pass, and it doesn't say in what condition it'll pass or anything like that. So uh, the important thing isn't having incorrect faith that Jesus or that God will take you out of a bad situation, because as we read in the Bible, he, uh, he rarely took people out of a bad situation. He was with them through it. God didn't take Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fire. Instead, he was in the fire with them. He didn't take Daniel out of the lion's den. He didn't take Paul out of prison. Uh, so, you know, uh, so there's all kinds of examples where he was there with them through the storm. He didn't take them out of the storm. 
Another thing that people think is in the Bible that's not is cleanliness is next to godliness. And it absolutely does not say that in the Bible, nor does it even indicate it. I mean, of course, being clean is good, but being clean doesn't mean that you are any more righteous than somebody who's not clean. You can't go in somebody's house and say, oh, this house is really neat. They must be really righteous. Or go in somebody's house and they're slobs and say, wow, they must not have any faith. Well, that's not the way it works. Um, last thing that I'll talk about that people, um, idea that people have that's not correct. And I heard this a lot growing up is God helps those that helps himself. In fact, a story I've got with that is my great-grandfather. He was with some people, and this one man stole something out of the back of somebody else's truck. And my great-grandfather told him it wasn't right, and he said, Hey, God helps those that help themselves. And my great-grandfather said, Yes, but God pities those that get caught helping themselves. And so he made him put it back. Well, the Bible doesn't say that God helps those who help themselves. Uh, in fact, sometimes, sometimes uh, we there's nothing we can do to help ourselves. I mean, obviously, we should try to help ourselves and shouldn't just like lay on the railroad track and say, "Oh, God will save me." But at the same time, uh, because we can't help ourselves, that doesn't mean that God won't either. There is no biblical support for that statement that God helps those who help themselves. And in fact, as far as salvation goes, in order to be saved, it's not about how good we can be. It's about surrendering everything to God and letting him save us. So if you would like to, if you'd like me to expound on any one of these uh, points that I mentioned, uh, leave a comment on my website, genecurl.com, or hit me up on Twitter, uh, at genecurl, or so forth and so on. You can uh, get all of me and let me know. And if you have a story you'd like to share about how God has helped you in your life, and you would like to be a guest on my podcast, also contact me and we'll set something up. And if you're looking for a good laugh, Go to YouTube uh, and go to my uh, YouTube channel, which is Gene Curl, and uh, watch some of my funny videos. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast um, and you uh, if you enjoyed the show, please like this. Uh, please uh, subscribe to this podcast and uh, leave a five star review on iTunes. If use iTunes or wherever else you listen to this podcast at. So thanks again. God bless you. Wash your hands and we'll all get through this. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast. Please rate and review this show and share it with your friends and family. You are loved.